Hello, everybody. How are you? It's Pastor Rod here from Tokyo, Japan, and we've got a very special, special message today. This is our 20th year in Japan. In fact, it's our anniversary. Amazing. Hey, so I want to share with you two things the original vision and the current refreshing of God that's happening in Lifehouse Church. Well, I want to talk to you about the original birth of a vision. I believe that God speaks to us today through His Word, through His Holy Spirit, through visions. And, and God spoke to us、uh, just over 20 years ago、uh, in Australia to come to Japan. And we, we, we were so excited to get a vision from God for this beautiful nation and then for other nations around Asia that we're involved in. We, we love you, we love what God is doing among you. But there was a beginning. And the beginning was with a vision that my wife Viv had. We were in Australia pastoring, having a great, great time, lovely church. We just built a nice house for ourselves there in the city of Toowoomba,、uh, just west of Brisbane in Australia. And my wife had a vision of a, an open eyed vision of a big wave that was going to hit her. She, it was in a prayer meeting, and, and she saw this vision and, and she, she cried out to God, What is it? And God spoke from within the wave, a big wave. She called it tsunami, from within the tsunami wave. And, Uh, it was a God tsunami, God, God's grace, God's love. And as, as she looked, it drenched her, and she was filled with the presence of God. And that, that vision really impacted Viv, my lovely wife. And it really impacted her. She knew it was a godly vision, this tsunami, the big wave. But we had no context for it. We were in Australia, and we didn't know anything except that tsunami is a Japanese word, right? You know that. It means a big ocean wave. The, And so that, that vision wasn't a physical wave that caused destruction. It was a spiritual wave that, when it hit her, it changed her and gave her this vision. And we, we just said, What does it mean? And、um, about that time, someone else said, Why don't you go and have a look at Japan? So we went to Japan and had a holiday and loved Japan, loved these amazing people who live in Japan. Yay! All you amazing. Japanese and foreigners living here, and all you lovers of Japan, come on. And we came here and we loved the food and we loved the people, but we realized the people had never heard about Jesus Christ. It was, it was amazing. Never heard about Jesus, our Lord, who, who died and, and rose again after three days, and, he, he, and he's amazing. And, but we felt called to come to this country where there speaks about tsunami. So we, we brought our two little boys here, Monty and Richie. 20 years ago, with a team of 10 young Australians. There were a few more waiting for us here, including Tony. Tony Koga was here and、uh, a few other people. And we, we arrived. And we arrived without much money. In fact, almost no money. That wasn't a good part of the plan, but it happened. And, and so the first few months were about survival, surviving in the plan, the birth of a vision. Yay! But then we arrived. And, and our team of 10 Australians always were out meeting people on the streets and universities and meeting people who could speak English because our team did not really speak Japanese. And so we always used to meet people and, and love meeting people. And those first few months were so hard. But every Wednesday night, we had an encouragement meeting, an encouragement meeting where we all got together and, and we shared good news, but we had no good news, but we were going to share good news, but we had no good news. And so it was this ridiculous situation where we came together and shared. And, and, and one, one of the young Australians said, You know, I almost went home to Australia, but I didn't. And everyone, yay! 
praise the Lord. The next person, me too. Yay. And it, it was ridiculously bad, but we made a great situation and we prayed and we encouraged. And I feel it formed a culture of joy in us, birthing of the wave and then a birthing of joy and holding on. And those young Australians held on for that whole year. And I remember the first time we saw a wonderful young Japanese man give his life to Jesus. Yuya, some of you know Yuya. Uh, he, he was a young university student at that time, 20 years ago. And uh, now he works for Sony and uh, doing a great, great job. But I remember when, when Yuya, we went to the beach in Chiba and uh, Yuya said, uh, I'd like to receive Jesus. And, and the whole team are just rejoicing and clapping and shouting. And, he's, and then Yuya said, I want to be baptized in the, in the water. So we baptized him and our Australians and, and, and some of our Japanese were, were praising God. And, and the Australians said, if it was for just this one person, we would have come to Japan. Come on, give God a big praise. Birthing of a vision is not always spectacular, but birthing of a vision is deep and is powerful. And, and it's, it's what Jesus said. Let me, let me read a scripture to you from John seven thirty eight, where Jesus is speaking to the people and he's speaking about this Holy Spirit power experience. This is John seven thirty seven. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and said in a loud voice, If anybody is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water, streams of this, this tsunami wave that we saw from God, that God was going to do something, streams of living water will flow from within him or her. By this, he meant the Holy Spirit. And so this is the birth of a vision. It wasn't huge, but it was deep. It was powerful. It was the river of God. And, and we had a vision for these things, a, a vision of a joyful community, a church full of joyful, happy believers. We, we believe in for salvations like you, you're and now there's been thousands of others, including some of you out there right now. There's been baptisms. There's been healings, incredible healings and small healings and healings of the memory. And there's been a growth in all areas of life. And so for 20 years... We have just been leading people to Jesus and, and the foreigners who are with us. Thank you so much, all of you from America and Philippines and Indonesia and a few from Australia, um, all over the world who've come here and formed a team on mission to reach Japanese and those living in Japan. I just love that John 10.10. 10. Jesus said, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I, Jesus, have come that they might have life. Come on, life life and have it to the full and we've been doing this for 20 years and we're not we're not over yet we're not tired yet in fact right now as we come to this 20th anniversary i want to talk to you about now and the future because that was the birthing of the vision but right now many of you were not there at the beginning and you think well are we a part of this and the answer is yes and I want to talk about another vision from the bible that Ezekiel had in the in in chapter 47 talking about the river of God, again, the water of God flowing in our lives, flowing up, flowing up. And in this vision in Ezekiel 47, it says the, the water of river touched my ankles and then my knees and then my waist and then it went over my head. And it's talking about different levels of the Holy Spirit power. And I believe that after 20 years, we've seen some of that but we're going to see so much more. Amen. You're going to be part of it. You are part of it. You're in it right now. Let's go. Let's let the Holy Spirit flow in our life again. 
And some of you might need to just say, flow again, Holy Spirit. Flow again right now. Flow in vision and power in my life. So I want to read to you the, the vision that Ezekiel had. Um, and he saw it coming out of the temple of God in Jerusalem. Uh, there's no temple there anymore. We are the temples of the Holy Spirit now. It flows within us, the river of God. But we're going to read here from, from verse uh, 3. And, and this is the vision. It's a vision. A man went eastward with a measuring line in his hand, and he measured off a, a thousand cubits, or about half a kilometer, about 500 meters. And he led me through water that was ankle deep. We're going to come back to that. The first level of water is ankle deep, covering our feet. We're paddling around. And then for, for, secondly, it was up to the knees. The knees speaks of strength. The, the thighs speak of strength. And then another, another half a kilometer and, and the water comes up to the waist. It's like, whoa, it's, it's like in, in the surf, in swimming or standing up in the water. And it's coming up and it's, it's, it's covering my, my, my core, my core of my life. And then finally, it just goes over our head. And all we can do is swim and be carried along with the presence of God. And in verse 6, after seeing this vision, he says, He asked me, Son of man, do you see this and I want to tell you you've got to see it in the spirit before you experience it in life I've discovered here in Japan and other countries we've lived in and uh, we've lived in Australia the Philippines and Thailand and uh, every country you've got to see what God is doing before you can experience what God is doing and I believe all you people living in Japan God is doing a new thing do you see it all of you living in Hong Kong and Indonesia and Sri Lanka and other nations following us, do you see what God is doing before you experience it? Because I believe it's a really important part. So today, I want to talk about the water to our ankles. This is the first step, and yet it's so, so powerful because it's speaking about the first part of the Holy Spirit power in our life. It's like walking around in the shallows. I, 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 I grew up uh, being a surfer in Sydney, Australia. Even now I love to surf. And there's just something about taking your shoes and socks off, having shorts and just walking in the water. There's just something refreshing. In fact, uh, you can go to any beach and watch thousands of people just doing that. Husbands, wives, kids, old people just love paddling in the water, splashing. The, the experience of splashing around. And I believe right now, this is the vision I want to speak to you because I believe that this is the first level and we're all in it. We're all in this first level. The, the rivers of living water is, is flowing and we're paddling in the water. When I first became a believer, when I was 19 years ago, uh, no, 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 when I was 19 years old in, in 1979, from, from that first time I received Jesus, I received forgiveness. I received the first touch of the Holy Spirit. It was powerful. And I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit is there to flow over our feet. Flow over our feet. This first, the first level in the Old Testament, there is also a word used of it. It's also called the water of release. Release from what? Release from our old life. Release from the devil. Release from the power of sin. And now splashing around my new life is in the release of the Holy Spirit power. I'm walking around in forgiveness. And that doesn't mean I'm without sin. It means I just have Jesus in my life. So when I was 19, 
I hadn't done anything good for God. I had just come to know Him. But immediately, I was filled with release. And one of the first things that God asked me to do was to release my father. He's not a bad man. In fact, he's gone to be with the Lord right now. He, uh, he died at 90 years old. And uh, just before he died, he, he, he opened his heart to Jesus. And, and just amazing story. My, my old dad is, is passed away. He's in heaven. But I, at 19, I had so much bitterness and anger uh, that the Holy Spirit said to me, Rod, now that you're splashing in the forgiveness of Jesus, you need to forgive your father. You need to let him go now that you're walking around in the forgiveness of God. Now that you're in the environment of grace, God is asking me to release my dad. And it was just a real desire to do that. And many of you have a desire to forgive, but it's a big thing, right? But I knew I had to. And so I prayed and prayed and I forgave him at the first, but it, t- it takes a while to work through our whole life. The splashing around in the waters of release means that I'm touched, but now I must touch others with that same goodness and love of Jesus. And I remember uh, forgiving my dad, and it was a little bit of time after that. Maybe it was even a year after that. I actually got with my father, and I said, Dad, I, I become a believer, and, and, and I just want you to know I, I, I love you, and I I forgive you for whatever happened in our lives and I'd like to reset. Would we, would we be able to reset? And I remember my dad looking at me so confused and so probably hurt a bit. And he said, I, I didn't realize I'd hurt you so much. And I said, I'm not here to, to bring up the past or to, to rub it in or to, I'm here to say I want to start afresh. I'm now, I didn't use these words, but I'm, I'm now paddling around in the waters of grace and forgiveness and I want I want to pour it over your feet as well dad now I can't forgive my dad but I can make an opportunity or an environment where my dad can understand the forgiveness that's flowing from the goodness of God and so I remember sharing with him and he looked strange and not strange but um, shocked maybe but he received that and I prayed with him and it, 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 it began a long journey of having a relationship with my dad for the first time. But we did. We did. We did. And, and, and I remember it, it took many years for dad to sort of say uh, encouraging words about my faith. But he finally did when I was 40 years old. He said, son, I want you to know that I don't believe in what you believe. This is my father's words. I don't believe in what you believe, but I can't deny that your God has been good to you. I can't deny you have a great wife and two great boys and your life is blessed. And I said, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad, for the encouragement. But my God can also be your God. And he went, no, no, no. But when he was 90, he did receive Jesus Christ. You see, this is, the, this is walking in the water. It's giving opportunities. It's saying to people, we're not going to hold things. The water of release is on my feet. And I want to share, as I, as I, I come to a conclusion in, in a little while, in a few minutes, But I just want to share to you a story from Jesus. It's a short story, and it's just before Jesus went to the cross. And Jesus got his disciples, and he he put a towel around himself, and he washed his disciples' feet. 
Now, we don't do this today. It's a very cultural thing in Israel 2,000 years ago. It's, it was a job that the, the slaves or the servants of the home did or the, 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 the people at the bottom of the pile, if you want to put it. And, and, and it was because when people walk with their sandals on the roads of Israel, they got this white dust, white dust all over their feet from just walking along the trails. And so when they came to someone's house for a meal, their feet were dirty. And so someone would bring a bowl and they would wash someone's feet. Again, we don't do this today necessarily, but it's a sign of serving your guests. It's a sign of, 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 of humility. And this is our Lord Jesus. He's so full of love and humility. He would wash his disciples' feet. And so we're going to read the story where Jesus, it's a very short story, but the story here where, where Jesus comes to, to, to the disciples and um, he washes the disciples' feet. John 13, 3 to 7. Here it goes. Jesus knew that the Father had put him all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. So he's, he's not just one disciple. He's, he's, he's loving on his mates. He's loving on his friends, his disciples. He came to Simon Peter. Peter's always got this big mouth, right? That has always got to say something. And came to Simon Peter who said to him, oh, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. And what Jesus is saying is, Peter, I have to wash your feet. Your feet have to be washed. They've got to be clean. And this is the first stage of the vision. The, the water is washing our feet today. The water is washing our church today. The water is washing the water of release. The water over we're splashing in forgiveness and goodness. And, and this is why Jesus also said these words from, from Matthew. He, um, he said to his disciples in, in, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, he said, uh, if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. The washing is mutual. As we release, we're washed as well. If you don't forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you your sins. In Colossians 3 verse 12 and 13, Therefore, as God's chosen people, that's us, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If, if any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive him as the Lord has forgiven you. Come on, give God a big praise. This is the water that we're washing, is our, our feet is washing our lives. And, and all of a sudden, we're, we're, we're being refreshed and forgiven and, 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 and being healed. And all of a sudden, God is saying, would you now forgive others? And we would say, it's hard. But yes, Lord, with your help, we will do this. And I believe, I believe, church, part of the vision right now in Lifehouse is that we be a movement of the water of God bringing cleansing and forgiveness and goodness, washing over Japan, washing over Hong Kong, Philippines, Korea, many nations, Indonesia that we're in, washing. Lord, let us be agents of being washed and speaking about the goodness of God. Come on, give God another praise. You see, this world is, is breaking up, is cracking up, right? There's lots of stuff. And I believe that God is wanting us to be representatives of love and grace and forgiveness. We were birthed 
in a vision of a big wave of God. And right now, I believe that we're moving in this new vision. Well, it's not new from the Bible, but maybe new in the world. At the river of God, as it flows, it brings release. It brings blessing. It brings healing. It brings goodness. And we're doing a series this month on these four levels of the Holy Spirit. Today, the water is splashing all over our feet. Jesus is, has washed our feet. We are now agents of walking in cleansing. Just to finish my story, at 19, I hadn't done anything good, but immediately I was washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you receive Jesus, He washes you and cleanses you. Now, the enemy, the devil, is going to say, no, 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 you're not cleansed. But we need to say, like in John 10, 10, the devil comes to steal and kill and destroy, but Jesus has come to bring life. Come on, life. And I want to pray this life over you, this, this splash, this, this, this refresh, this water, this, come on. We're going to pray this over our lives, a refreshing, and we're going to come out of this 20th anniversary saying, God, you are good all the time, and I want to be used by you in this world that we live in. Come on, let's pray right now. Come on, let's pray. Lord, I pray. Lord, Jesus, your, your water is in our life. It's washing, it's flowing, it's cleansing, it's a cleansing stream. And I pray all over our feet and our lives, we would be splashing in forgiveness. Whoa, praising in forgiveness, rejoicing in forgiveness, giving forgiveness and receiving your forgiveness. This would be a vision for Japan and the nations that Lifehouse is a church of release and blessing and joy and from that lord so much more release us lord into the future that you have for us in jesus name amen come on give god a big praise and if you're listening to this and you don't know jesus or you've been away why don't you come back i want to count to three and pray for those who want to receive jesus right now are you ready you know you need this, you want this, and I'd love to pray for you on a count to three. You ready? Open your heart. Here we go. One, two, three. Right now, Lord, I pray you would come into people's lives. Bring your healing, forgiveness, refreshing in Jesus' name. All over these wonderful people. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. Well, 20 years has come and gone, and we're now here into the future. It's going to be a great journey, a great journey together in Jesus' name. God bless you all.